Welcome to Sales Secrets, new shows daily. Subscribe now. You and I, we, we start, you know, my, my company, Seamless.ai, we sell sales leads, like, you know, uh, the, the company that Salesforce acquired, data.com, right? So if you and I were to start, and I love like kind of doing post-mortems going back, right? You sell, it's the same audience, priced the exact same way. And you and I start today to 10X our income in year one, like what would you do? Are you saying you would like, we would, would you, would you have us focus on one niche only and just go super deep and crush that? Would you pick a few? Like, I'm just curious. Cause there's a lot of, uh, we took a poll and when people, um, mentioned about picking a niche that those are the questions they don't know. Do you recommend doing one? Do you recommend doing three, five, 10? Like if you're just starting out in SAS or you're at zero to one or one to 10. Yeah. Well, it's a little, there's not like a single answer because it depends on where you are. For example, let's say that you don't have any paying customers yet. You know, you won't know really that, uh, you can take your best guess, but you won't really know your, your ideal niche until you get 10 or 50 paying customers. And you can go back and say, wow, okay, I have these 50 customers, these 20 were horrible and these 30 were okay, but these five were amazing. And that five could be like that clarity on like what it truly your niche is for that, for that next growth spurt. So if you can do one, it's better. It's not all, you can't, you can't always do that for different reasons. And sometimes for a lot of companies where they have, um, you know, there's a lot of companies that actually have been too successful inbound, funny enough, they've kind of gotten very reactive sales cultures. Yeah. Think, I'm, I'm one of them now. Like yeah. I have too many leads over my SDRs and I'm like this, I've never had this problem before and I, I got to scale it out. It's weird. I've never, I've never had the problem before. Yeah. And it's a problem because well, on one hand, yeah, you can kind of, there's all this, it could be noise coming in. Um, you can't call. control the destiny. Like yeah. you kind of can by right. DQing the inbound. Um, but, but it's just weird. It goes against everything I believe in and everything I'm used to from your book and from everything else. Yeah. Uh, well, and Jason calls it inbound dependency, which is after a while and you're just used to having those inbound leads come in and come in, come in and then salespeople, it's easy for them to become more and more reactive. If you enjoy sales secrets and you'd like to help out the show, go to the Apple podcast app, the purple icon and give us five stars. Those reviews help drive the show up the charts and through the algorithm so we can help even more salespeople, marketers and entrepreneurs. Thank you for everybody that's done it. And if you haven't yet, please, please go give that a shot. Now back to the show. So when you have this kind of company, let's say that they had never done outbound, like proactive selling, and they've been just used to leads coming in, and then you need to do outbound, um, recommend is, yeah, you have to really pick, like a really focused niche to start in. And you might do one or two or three to kind of A-B test, but a lot of that depends on your capacity to, to test multiple it's hard to test multiple industries, multiple personas, right? You got to have, you know, it's almost like one person. Could they really do maybe one or two, probably not three. It's more of a capacity, you know, could you test more? Sure. But it's just a lot of overhead towards setting up and testing it. So I don't know, but the it's really thing that you did to 10 X your income. And, and when you said that 10 Xing, was that like when you're launching your own consulting firm, what, um, did you just pick software and you just went all in on that? You know, that really is our main uh, software and sort of technology related companies is our main niche for both the outsourcing we do as well as the sort of the team building. Um, you know, 
there's a lot of interesting companies out there, but those are the, those are the kinds of companies that first have heard of Salesforce, they've read the book and they tend to be more aggressive with how they want to grow. Yep. Cause a lot of companies out there really, you know, they, they want to grow, but they're not willing to change, not willing to invest to actually make the changes to grow. But technology companies and kind of the related ones tend to be more yeah, culturally aggressive about how to grow. Yeah. And a lot of them too have like a lot of funding and you know, any, any investor is, is pushing the gas on, uh, on growth, on driving customer acquisition. So that that's perfect. We are hiring here at Seamless.ai. That is right. We have over 850 positions open right now. Hundreds of SDRs, hundreds of AEs, 50 engineers across every department in the company. We're hiring nearly 850 positions this year. So if you want to work for Seamless.ai, help the world connect opportunity, apply at Seamless.ai forward slash careers. Seamless.ai forward slash careers. Seamless.ai forward slash careers. Thanks for joining Sales Secrets. New shows daily. Subscribe now.